It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back. It is Marks and Reese. Twitter questions today, sponsored by Marks Jewelers. Father's Day. Sunday. Show Dad how much he means with a special gift from Marks Jewelers. Visit marks-jewelers.com for more information. All right, Elliot, we know you dabble in your 76ers reporting, but you are yeah. you are the Eagles reporter that everybody needs out there. Beat writer you need, yeah. For WIP. Um, I think you're more of a Sixers guy now than an Eagles guy. Well. <laughs> like, what was your last big Eagles thing? You know what I mean? Well, Eagles are so good. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, the although we might about to have it right now, I guess. Well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say last training camp was his last yeah. big Eagles thing. Yeah, yeah nothing goes so well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. When when it started getting floated that um, that Matt Patricia, former Lions head coach, um, was being looked at to be on the Eagles' defensive staff, it was a lot of discussion because mm-hmm. Darius Slay had spoken very outwardly on multiple occasions, and if you asked the question, he couldn't wait to answer it about Matt Patricia and the fact that he didn't respect him as a coach and et cetera. Obviously, their relationship was not good when they were both in Detroit. Um, so the Eagles hire. Patricia, and he's a he's a senior defensive assistant, Elliot. Mm-hmm. That's his official title, title yep. Matt Patricia. Um, so he he was at a charity golf tournament in Detroit for Calvin Johnson, and he was asked about it by uh, some reporters up there. And he said that things have been cordial between the two since Patricia's arrival, and he expected things to stay the same because both men want the same thing. He said, quote, it's another day at the office. We both got the same goal, just going out there to compete and win a championship. So that's the main focus. All right, do you believe that that's really, it'll be smooth like that and everything's going to be fine? So my main thought when I had this was, I know people listening to us, we're not in an NFL locker room. Obviously, Ike was. But but in a workplace, think of how much you'd have to not like somebody for someone to be like, oh, what do you think of, you know, Bob in accounting? And it's like, oh, it's cordial. (laughs) <laughs> like think of how much you would have to have an issue with that person that the best you can come up with is cordial. Yeah. So I think that Dar- that that Slay is correct that you know they're not going to be interacting a ton. I would think. I can't imagine there'll be a lot of talking between the two of them. Matt Patricia was out at practice for what it's worth, 
So, you know, everyone that was like, well, he's just going to be in an office. He's not going to be around. He was he was on the field. Yeah, they're not giving him a salary to sit in the office Yeah, all day. so he was there with the pencil behind his ear. <laughs> I just, look, Matt Patricia might be a nice guy. I haven't had a chance to interact with him yet. But I think this gets painted sometimes as a Darius and Matt Patricia problem. It was a Matt Patricia in the Detroit Lions problem. He was not the uh, Slay was not the only person that had a problem with Matt Patricia. And then there was reports last year that he didn't get along with Mac Jones in New England. So yes, the Slay thing is an issue because Slay is here. Slay is a captain. Slay has a big role in the the culture and the vibe of that locker room. He's very outgoing. He brings in pudding for everybody on Fridays. He is an influential player. And so if he doesn't get along with Matt Hang Patricia. Hang on a second. He, he brings, brings in pudding? pudding? Yeah, his, his wife, makes, his wife makes banana pudding every Friday <laughs> and brings oh, it Oh, I love banana pudding. Yeah, yeah it looks gonna, good. Is he going to make extra for Patricia or no? Nah, my guess is I the, the so. Patricias aren't getting. He's going to make a lot uh, extra for, for Maddie. Maddie yeah. Yeah. All right, all right so, so let, me, let me ask Ike this. Let me ask Ike this. As being a former being a former defensive player, mm-hmm. is it? Is it difficult for these two not to have? I mean, obviously you can have player coach interaction, but of, as of the title that he has, is it possible that they really don't have to have much interaction and it doesn't have to be awkward and this can be like okay this season and going forward? Yeah, they don't have to have much interaction. Um, Matt Patricia's not coaching any position as far as I understand right now. He's not assigned a position. Right. He's like, a, yeah, it's whatever they ask him to do. Yeah, so he's an assistant. And, and, that's going to probably result more in his observations, what he's seeing out there. You know, this is uh, Sean Desai's first – well, he was a D coordinator once. Yeah, for one, one year. One yeah. year. So it's a reason why the Eagles wanted to bring in Matt Patricia to help out. Veteran coach on they, the staff. They, yeah. they obviously respect his knowledge, his experience in the game. And so he can have an impact on game planning – putting in schemes, things of that nature from upstairs. But as far as on the field, they're just using another set of eyes to be able to evaluate what's going on out there. He's not coaching the DBs. So he doesn't have to directly be in communication with Darius Slay. What I'll say is is that most teams where you have players and coaches alike because you want a happy environment. I, I spoke to anybody. I was cool with the O-line Juan Castillo, mm-hmm. David Cully, Pat Shermer as a tight end coach, uh, the running backs coach, Ted Williams at the time. Like, it didn't matter. Brad Childress as the OC. Like, I made sure I spoke to everybody because that's just what you do when you're a part of a team. You don't deliberately avoid speaking to coaches, right? It could be in the, in the, um, in the cafeteria, you know? Uh, sit yeah. down. You sit down at a table with coach. You know, it's just, it's just something you do. This seems like to me that neither guy, particularly Slay, will be looking to have that type of interaction. So it will be easy for him to do it because they're not looking to have right. communication with each other. It's but, not like they're forced well, to have to get along and communicate with each well, other. Well, and the other part of this, too, is that I think, I think the Eagles are probably going to be the one seed next year. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to come off a Super Bowl run. So they're already entering a rocky ship next season. We've seen it with every team. Yeah. And they have a new defensive coordinator, and they're playing a much tougher schedule with the quarterbacks. My concern is, when, and we saw this in 2018, when things start to go wrong, people start to point fingers. Mm-hmm. And the easiest finger to point for Darius Slay is going to be, well, Matt Patricia wasn't here last year, right? And then he's telling his teammates, oh, this is what happened in Detroit, da 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 
and I'm not trying to disparage Slate because who knows if he'll handle it this way. Mm-hmm. But Ike, maybe you can speak to it since you were a player in the locker room. When things go bad, players talk and they yeah. say, you know, this coach is doing this. I'd be way yep. better at this role. Blah blah blah. They don't have a relationship with Sean Desai. Yep. And and over all this, I don't even know if Matt Patricia's that good of a coach. You're not bringing in some legendary super accomplished. Is it worth the possible that, distraction? That's, what, that, and that's my issues. biggest concern with it. Is the juice worth the squeeze here? In a year that is already going to be probably rough, in a year where it's going to be a culture thing, and I trust Sirianni, I trust Jalen, they've done a great job. Is this really worth it to have such an influential leader in on your team, a captain on your team? I heard all last year we were so happy to vote Slay captain. Slay cried when he got the captain. Everyone loves Slay, and mm-hmm. they do because he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring in arguably his number one enemy in the NFL into your organ. I just I don't get it. And then this quote today when he says cordial. I don't know, man. It doesn't sound good to me. I would have liked to hear, hey, wasn't good in Detroit, but when he got the job, we talked, and, you know, that's the past, you know, whatever. So right? that's that's the question I was going to ask, Like, is do you think it'd be a good idea to have a clear-the-air meeting with Nick and Matt Patricia and Slay where just say, like, hey, listen, we know that there's been a past history with you guys. They may already have had it. Yeah. We've had enough long, long time this offseason. Mm-hmm. Slay's been here. Um, and that's up to uh, Slay. It, it seems to me this is more about Slay and his feelings. He felt like Matt Patricia didn't believe in him out there in Detroit. I don't know if they tried to trade him or they want did Patricia trade him. I think us? he I think he said something to Slay like, and I'm loosely paraphrasing here, but I think it's something like you'll he never went, you'll never be great. Right. So he questioned Slay's he, ability he went, at one point. He went and worked out. I have to Google it. He went and he was working out with a great player in the offseason, and he said, you'll never be that guy. That was it. It was something like that. Yeah. What, did he say it tongue-in-cheek? No. Slade didn't think so. Well, I know, but my point is, okay, is this a Darius Slade issue? It's a decent point. To where he's being well, sensitive? Like, like, I don't know. Well, but, but that— Because I, I, say, I say that to say, Matt Patricia took a job here, knowing Darius Slade was here. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do that. Nope. I mean, so I don't know if this is more of a Slay issue than it is Matt Patricia is upset at Slay about something. So I, I, I don't know. Let's was, say, let's he, say was, he was wor- real quick. He okay. was working out with Richard Sherman and Akib Talib. Okay, and this is per Slay. He said he basically just said, "You're not in that category yet." At that time, I only had one Pro Bowl, but now I'm at five. So I want to know how he feels that way. I don't wish bad on him, but as a man, me and him don't get along. He's a smart coach. He knows his X's and O's, but the disrespect is not what I'm about. So, I mean, yeah, but with one Pro Bowl, are you in that category? I mean, I don't know what year this was with Richard Sherman so, or what have you. I don't know. Richard Sherman could have had a Super Bowl ring by then and I, was all pro see, four or five say, times. But, but for me, let's I, say I don't, I don't know. Let's say Slay wasn't on the roster. He gets cut. He doesn't come back. They hire Patricia. I would still have a problem with it because he has a track record of not getting along with players wherever oh, he's been. Yeah. So while I, I agree with you, like, I mean, Slay, very emotional, fun, nice guy, but I could see him taking something overly sensitive. I could see that. But yeah. But it's not just Slay. It was a ton of players in Detroit that celebrated but, when he but, got fired. But not in, uh, it's true, but not in, in New England. And that's a, a lot of that's probably because Bill wouldn't have that. But no. you, you, didn't, you yeah. didn't hear people He's, coming out because, like, here, here was not the, back. Here was the problem. Here was the problem. That he went to Detroit doing what a lot of other Bill Belichick disciples think they're going to do is they're going to go and they're going to be like, ah, oh, I coach under Bill Belichick. This is the way we do things. But they're not Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, 
Patricia and, and the, the sounds out there where there was the one reporter, I guess it was like kind of slumped over in his chair or like didn't look presentable. Mm-hmm. And he, he called him out after he asked the, the question mm-hmm. and said, sit up or something like that. So it's like he and, and Slay even talked about it. He said that he came in and he thought he was bigger and better than us. Yeah. And it well, you were in Detroit. Right. Yeah, so he's coming from New England. He is better. Yeah, like he's coming from New England, a six-time champion. You're in Detroit. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> ultimately is the, risk, so, is so, the risk worth it? I, so here's why I say to this, and 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 this is where I, I push back against some of our players. We we get a little soft sometimes, and we don't like being pushed and and and, and challenged. Mm. We take it as disrespect. Now again, I don't know if he came and said that to Slay forcefully, but hearing those words. And at that time, maybe Slay isn't in Richard Sherman's category. And I don't know, did Slay skip workouts to go do that? And that maybe ruffled Matt Patricia's feathers? I really don't know. All I know is, is I trust the Eagles. So I don't believe the Eagles would bring someone in if they thought it was going to be an issue. That's the way I look at it. This seems like it's a personal thing between he and Slay. All these guys, half of these guys weren't even in the league when Matt Patricia was coaching in Detroit. The mm-hmm. team is so damn young. I, I just, I don't know how much of a deal it's going to be. I think, I think if Slay can just go about doing his business and being Slay, show your personality, be the captain of the team, the Eagles are going to monitor this situation. So if it was something where Patricia was somehow trying to needle Slay while he's there to get a reaction out of him, that would be an issue. Yeah, you got to the second that happens. Yeah, you got to get him. Out you got to go. Yeah. yeah so I, and I Sirianni think, probably deserves a benefit of the doubt with this. Yeah, I, I, I don't and, know. And Lurie actually. And had they hired him to be the D coordinator, I think it would be a much, much bigger issue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I just I, think him being in the building, regardless of what his role is, right? They don't get along. They don't. There's it's, a risk. They can pretend they get along, but that answer did not scream. But, <laughs> we've made up and everything's fine. Yeah, but I, I tell you what though. He wouldn't be the first player and coach that didn't get along. For sure, hundred percent. Well, that's what I'm saying. A lot of that goes on. Like I looked at the answer and he said cordial. Like he's a professional. Like Matt Patricia's a professional. Like that's how y'all need to be as cordial. Listen, they better be cordial and get and and get over this because the last thing the Eagles need is any issues with that. And like I, I mean, Elliot, I agree. I mean, there's there's a risk there, Mm -hmm. and it's not just about Slay. It's about if he does have that personality and he's going to alienate other other players. But like with the role that he's in, it doesn't seem like that that's going to be something. Well, he's out on the practice field. Mm-hmm. I think we can step away from this whole he's not going to be interacting with players. No, he's out no, there. of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. No, right. I. but he's not coaching a group. He's Agreed. not going to a meeting and he has the DBs or the D linemen or the linebackers. I just don't know. I just I, – I'm not a Matt Patricia fan. I just – I don't see it as a big issue. But I'll keep my eye on it. It's just not a risk I would have taken. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, a couple phone calls here. Corey in Columbus, Ohio. What's up, Corey? What up, Johnny Mark? I agree. What's up, C? What up, Corey? ESP. What up, man? Good to hear from you. Hey, man, y'all, y'all done changed. Y'all done changed my whole topic, man. Uh, go, I, go. I, what happened? Got. Yeah, yeah. What happened? I, I, I want to. I want to talk about the Darius Slay. Like Darius Slay, man. This, this, this is immaturity. Like I get where where you coming from, ESP. But it's like, like first of all, Darius Slay still ain't in Richard Sherman's category. So it's like, I mean, <laughs> for him to say that, like, I mean, I get it. Like you, you know, he was a little bit pushed off by. Still, still not. Like, yeah, but, like but Corey, what I would say is cool. mature, immature, foolish, whatever. Darius Slay is way more important to this team than Matt Patricia is. Oh, you agree. I mean, but, but yeah. what I'm saying is you got you to gotta be mature. DeAndre Hopkins is taking a visit with the Patriots today. Wasn't, isn't Bill O'Brien? He the OC. That's the reason why he left Houston. 
was oh, that's O'Brien. right. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, you got to be mature. Like, he, 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 he had a bigger – that was his head coach. Now he the OC, so he's going to be hands-on with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So it's and, like, and he, he training for Sam running back. He great years there for what so, so let me ask this, Corey. Let you can, I'm going to ask Elliot. I'll let you continue. If there, was, if there was one or two players on the Eagles' defense that you worried about if things started to go south and they got on a little bit of a losing streak, who would it be? As, as, I mean, I'll probably pick the one that has a weekly podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I guess my point is the that— airing out the team laundry every week. Yeah, and he's, and he's a vocal leader. Yes. He is. People really follow him in that locker room. And, and he's, he's earned that. Like, not, not that I—I like, I like Darius. I think he's a great player. Great. Not even—I think he's great. But we do know that he does not like, like to take accountability. We've he doesn't that. like to be criticized. Seen, yep. And we've seen him put blame on other players. When you're leaders, you don't do that. Like, mm. when you're a leader of the team, you take accountability for what happens, no matter what. And I, like I said, I like Slay, but he does have a little immaturity. But, yeah, but, but to get on my, my th- This just point, reminds uh, me real quick. It okay. reminds me a lot of, like, well, if Carson can't handle a good backup, he shouldn't be the guy. Like, why are we testing Slay here? What is the goal this year, to make Slay uh, mature, or is the goal to win games and have a good defense? So I get your point. Maybe Slay can't handle it. Maybe that's a flaw of his. Why am I exposing that? But your opinion on Matt Patricia is your opinion. Maybe Sirianni and them view him as a better asset than you. Maybe, yeah, you're right. It's a subjective thing. Well, the Eagles aren't worried about it, otherwise they wouldn't have hired him. Right, right. But get on the Sixers real quick, because I know I probably don't got a lot of time. So – this is this is why I don't like with the whole Embiid Jokic thing, and like, I I love Joel Embiid. I personally feel like he's better than Jokic, but I don't get mad at people that say it because this is something that happened when LeBron James came into the league, and it's like people started devaluing winning championships because like I mean like I know the younger me growing up like when you had championships you was looked at the best, mm-hmm. and like I said like it was a thing that changed when LeBron people wanted to push him into like the goat conversation saying he the greatest of all time. They started to devalue winning, but this is how I look at it. We, we just said, like, Jamal Murray help, helping Jokers out. Jamal Murray was a lottery pick. He was, like, the fifth pick in the draft. So, we're we not looking at him, like, helping. He should be doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the Sixers situation, they don't have that person. Ben Simmons, I wouldn't say he was a bust, but obviously he underperformed. Markel Fultz underperformed. That's a Sixers problem. That's not a Joel problem. Joel does what he's supposed to do. So, I mean, the way I look at it is, like, the Nuggets, they drafted, they developed. They did a process, but they did it properly with picking the right folk. Like, look at Mark, Mike, Michael Porter Jr. He was an injury guy. Now he's averaging 15, 20, 20 uh, games throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Also, real quick with the Nuggets, I'm not going to discredit what they did in this playoff run because they knocked off LeBron, they knocked off KD, they knocked off Booker, they knocked off Jimmy Butler. The Sixers ain't never beat nobody on any level of, them being <laughs> of that yeah, level true. of player. So I'm not going to take them, knock them off for doing that. Last year he beat, or two years ago, he beat Damian Lillard. He beat Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. So we're not going to devalue what the man does. We can, we can, we can both mm. both guys, and that's just my opinion. I, I love Joel Embiid. I love All right, Joker, Corey. But right now, you got to say uh, Joker's a little better. You got the crown. Yeah. All right, Corey, appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, look, hopefully Embiid uses this as motivation. Mm-hmm. Because in the year where Embiid got the MVP, he deserved it. It was an awesome moment. It's been completely ruined by everybody saying Jokic is better. The MVP doesn't matter. It's all he cared about, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So the moment Embiid, rightfully so, worked about, worked for and earned, it's been completely ruined. So this is the worst possible outcome for Joel. Everyone wanted Joel to, you know, like 
see that the MVP doesn't matter. Guess what? You guys got your wish. It was, you know, <laughs> he probably hates looking at the MVP trophy at this point with how it's been treated. Well, so yes, hopefully this motivates him. Um, back to Slay for a second because I know that you said that he's one of the leaders and he's a vocal leader. And I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think that, that his teammates look to him. Um, but also when remember when he he did the finger pointing, he pointed he he blamed uh, Josiah Scott, I guess it was yeah, after the Dallas game. Um, and two of the two of the leaders on the Eagles, I know BG on the Brandon Graham show came out and said that he addressed it with them, and that's not something that we do talking about organization and culture wise. And Jason Kelsey did the same thing, although he didn't he didn't specifically address Slay. He took he talked about how we don't point fingers. The worry with Slay, and it actually relates to the Patricia stuff, is. If if stuff starts to go wrong and there's some there's some losses, you just wonder where he's going to be because there's going to be criticism. You know that he looks on Twitter and you know that he looks at the reaction that he gets. He already goes back and forth with people mm-hmm. on social media, and that's what Eagles just had one of the best seasons ever. Mm-hmm. And he goes back and forth with people. So the worry with Slay with if things start to go wrong, man, things could go wrong with Slay. Well, and that's something too. The Patricia Slay thing aside, people don't want Slay back this year. Yeah, everything and they earned it. But everything went the Eagles' way last year until the Super Bowl. They they had one of the best defenses of all time. They almost had the MVP. Their offense was awesome. They were 8-0. They lost one game all year with Jalen. So maybe they'll repeat that. But this team is set for some adversity. And we'll see how they handle it. And that's my issue with the Patricia thing is when you already know you're going to have adversity just because that's what happens when you come off a of Super Bowl, why make it potentially any more difficult? Well, Elliot... Another uh, another satisfying hour with uh, with Elliot flew by after yesterday. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, four hours. Hours nothing. <laughs> there you go. So now now what's on your agenda today? Uh, roof roof deck. Some yeah, maybe cocktails. I'll go tan for a little. I feel like the UV ray is still pretty good. <laughs> is it good? Yeah, it's normally around like nine or eight this time of the day. So okay, go up there, get a little tan, get ready for the uh, shore next week. Are you going? You, you on well, vacation? Aren't we, aren't we all going to be down there? Some next Wednesday? Twenty? No, it's a twenty. Oh, so two weeks from now. Yeah, okay. two weeks from now. Well, you got to yeah. start start now though. Yeah, I've been working on it. Don't right. worry. <laughs> Try to eat healthier. Get ready for it. We will be at Jason Kelsey's event down yes. at the Ocean Drive in Sea Isle uh, mm-hmm. from from the beginning till the end, from the morning show to us. That's in two Wednesdays. So that's excited be a lot for that. Of fun. All right, dude. Thank you, Elliot. Good times. Talk You're the man. You yep. Elliot Shore Parks, everybody. We get back to your phone calls, so hang tight, including. The return of Andy from Defford on the program today. Does Ike think about what does Ike think about Stephen A. Smith and what he had to say about James Harden yesterday? And what does he think about the potential of Bradley Beal coming into the Sixers? That's all covered up next, right after this. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WP.